Yes, it's the Finnish Football Show. Welcome back. I'm Mark Wiltshire, uh, joined by the full Finnish Football Show team this week. Hi, Keke. Hello. Hi, Rich. Moi. And hi, Mark. Hey. And for those of you watching the video, Mark is uh, audio only and probably not for very long. He's got a very old phone held together by tape and connected to the World Wide Web by a piece of string. So hopefully we'll hear him, but we might not hear him for very long and we're, we're preserving his, broad, his broadband connection. Um, but we, we wanted to get together today just to kind of summarise the, the France game against Finland last week, uh, the World Cup qualifier. We were really prolific through all those games. And I, I don't know about you guys, but I kind of ran out of steam and it all got away from me after the, uh, after the France game. So we're, we're going to do a quick, quick roundup of that in this episode and, and just, just share some thoughts about the whole, the whole kind of international week. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I, I genuinely feel like three games in, in seven days is quite quite an effort and, and particularly you mark writing writing previews and reports it's like six six <laughs> pieces of content in as in as many days um how do you how do you find it is it is it as hard work as it looks um i mean in in a sense it's not that hard if you think about how we approach the wales game because we didn't exactly have a lot to write about or a lot to talk about so i guess i feel the same way as the is the Finland squad, which is the, that, um, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll put in the shift and do the work, but there's not going to be a lot of content in there. There's not going to be a lot to write home about about it. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, it was, I mean, it was all right from, from my side, but I think, I think that Wales game, it did highlight that both, you know, for the, for what we, what we saw on the pitch and then what we had to do afterwards, I, I, it's really hard to get people to sort of care about it. But it wasn't the biggest crowd for the Wales game was there is a lot of empty lot of empty seats there but have you mark got this got like a a routine i was talking before we came on air that i i'm kind of getting in got got a routine going now so when it comes to making these shows the preparation the editing and all of that it kind of just comes together what about you writing these these um reports and previews well, I mean, you know, for the, for the previews, you know, they usually take a couple of days before. You can't do them too soon or too far ahead because squad changes happen, particularly around COVID. There's a lot of that Wales squad lost about five players, I think, the day before or two days before the, the match. Um, but for that, you know, I just I try to try to, you know, block a couple of hours to do to do my homework. And then for the match, you know, I, I'm, all, I'm always taking notes uh, as the game goes on, as I'm watching it. And uh I usually try to get everything compiled together, you know, in, in the hour or so later. And then I have a bit of a nap, <laughs> sleep yeah, on it sure. when, I, when I can, and then read it again uh, usually the morning after so I can have a bit of a clear head. Yeah, because we, we, these, these games, uh, a lot of the games for Finland start at like quarter to 10 in the evening, finish time. So by the time they finish, it's nearly midnight. Uh, so when we, you know, getting that, getting that all done straight away after it's late for us, it's a bit easier for the other two. They've got the problem of rushing home from work to get here for the start of the game or the start of the start of the pod. Yeah, no, uh, that's how it is. So straight after the game, you know, around about midnight or one o'clock, I'll finish, I'll finish writing up. And then when I wake up the next morning, I have to spend about an hour taking the swear words out. <laughs> um, so talking of swear words, Rich, what do you what did you make of the France of the France game? Give, give us a little bit of uh, a little bit of colour around the around the game. 
I mean, as you said, the third game in in, in a week, it was um, that was the one that people were kind of looking to as the the, the really tough one in the group. And and after a a very drab game against Wales on on everyone's part, uh, the Kazakhstan game showed a lot more intent. And I think going into the France game, obviously we were guilty of it, and I think a lot of people still enjoyed or living off the the friendly win in Paris just under a year ago. And um, you know, with all the caveats about being understrength teams on, on both sides and stuff. But um, I mean, we kind of saw at the Euros how Finland are prepared to set up against a team who are one of the best in the world when they played against Belgium and it was back to the wall. Um, in the France game, they didn't really do that. Um, I think they saw that France aren't as good as Belgium and um they did have a little bit more intent and we were talking on our WhatsApp group about how Rasmus Schuller being booked after three minutes clearly blunted him. I mean, he'd been very good against Kazakhstan and, and that booking really knocked, it seemed to knock him out of his stride. Um, Glenn Kamara was very good as usual. Ilmari Niskanen on his debut or on his first start anyway, was a revelation. I think it was very, just that kind Nisila. of... Yeah, sorry, Rich. What did I say? Nisila. What did I say? Niskinen. Oh, not yeah. him. Yeah, he was... Yeah, he didn't play. <laughs> You're thinking of it the debut la- the debuts last oh, yeah. year. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm still on 2020, aren't I? Um, oh, <laughs> Nisila, sorry. Um, he, on his debut, he was fearless. He was so good with the ball. Uh, the way he was working with Kamara in the midfield, he looked so... Confident. I mean, we, this is the Nisila we see week in, week out for cups, and and to see him against France in their own backyard really looked like it, they weren't expecting that. I mean, we were wondering how defensive was the midfield going to be, but yeah, yeah we really... weren't expecting that. So I'm not, I'm not no. sure how France could have been. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, the the two of them were, were really good, and and I guess the the only problem really was was the. That Puki and Poyampala were so isolated up front that they barely got a sniff. And I mean, Puki had whatever his penalty appeal in the 90th minute or injury time. And it was difficult because the, the game was really settled on, on a couple of moments of magic from a hundred million pound forward who Finland just don't have. Uh, Griezmann's finishes, I mean, the first one was fantastic beautiful stuff um, and that was the difference really but Finland played pretty well um, I'm going to say the scoreline flat at either side but they they came out with a lot more intent and after the showing against Belgium it was nice to see Finland not be completely defensive and willing to to go up against them. Mark maybe talk a little bit about the the team because I, I said at the beginning of the game that it was bold um, just talk a little uh, through a little bit about the the lineup and the uh, and the formation. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's I think as Rich sort of said that he sprang a few surprises. We all expected Tim Sparf to come in. We all expected Jonatovio to come back. Um, they're, they're experienced players that that would have helped us kind of set up in the same way as we did against sort of Belgium and Denmark at the Euros, right? To just really block the play, but instead, you know, uh, Schuller got the nod. Uh, with Nisila and Kamara. They moved the ball around really quite well. And it was um, Tauli Weisenen who got... Oh, no, sorry, Leo Weisenen. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those days. So Leo Weisenen got the nod um, ahead of Toivio. And mainly, I think that was because he was more... He's just generally more a mobile player 
in the end, I don't think it made that much difference against the, the quality of, of Griezmann. But what it did mean is that we were knocking the ball around in our own half with with so much ease that the French, you know, didn't really press. So they 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 clocked on pretty quickly that that if they were going to spend their whole game just chasing us, you know, around that back five or back five, back three, um, it was going to be a waste of their energy. So they, after about five minutes, they just dropped off and just tried to bide their time and wait for it. In possession, you know, we, we looked really slick. Like uh, Nisila, like Rich said, was was really dynamic. He didn't really, he didn't lose the ball at all. And he kept sort of turning uh, away from away from the likes of Pogba and it just really sort of it did frustrate the French for a, for a fair amount of time. And we had a couple of glimpses, a couple of half chances down the left, in particular with Uronen. So I think we were more, we weren't like, you know, we, we, I think this is an interesting thing to, to, to kind of build on that, that Rich said, is that we weren't like we were in the Belgium game. And if you look at how Ukraine and Bosnia-Herzegovina set up against the French, they did what, what we usually do, which is they sat deep. Uh, tried to block everything and kill the game and then wait for a French mistake and counter as fast as they could. And we didn't really do that. We really did try to build a game and be a kind of a, an op- like a proper opponent, play football against the world champs. Didn't those other teams get a point from France though and we got beaten? They did, yeah, they did. And I think, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how the French are, you know, a goal one way or the other. And it, it uh, you know, all of a sudden, they're the kind of team that can crumble. So we weren't that far off. Okay, what, what caught your eye? Yeah, I mean, um, as the guys have alluded to, uh, especially Rich there, I mean, poor old Rasmus Schuller, I mean, he picked up that yellow card. I think there was only two minutes on the clock. And um, he's been playing superbly for club and country recently. And then, that did sort of, I mean, obviously he's he's got to be he's got to be careful for the rest of the game. You know, the last thing we need or he needs is is a red card. So it did sort of take the wind out of his sails for a bit. I think he did manage to sort of shrug the the, the panic of that yellow card off in the in, later on in the game, and we saw him sort of grow into it again as it went on. He was he was superb, but. As as far as the scoreline goes, Richard said the you know the first goal from Anton Griezmann was was an absolute belter, just spectacular. Um, you know, he's 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 beat Lukaku, and I don't think you can criticise Lukaku. There's nothing he can do. It's just it's just an absolutely world class finish. But with the second goal, which again was another fantastic finish, we've got um, we've got Uronin who had been hobbling about for the best part of. I don't know, five or six minutes after, after a bit of a what did he? He went down under a bit of a rough challenge, and um, and yeah, he, he, I, we could all see that he he wasn't comfortable, and then um, they sort of the French sort of seemed to uh, play on that and and stick the ball down his side a couple of times, and he was he was hobbling about, and it was it was sort of him getting done on that side that led to their their second goal. So I don't know, and then obviously moving on, we had the we had the late penalty shout would have been. Even if we had been a, had been a penalty, which I think, you know, looking back at it, I, I I truly believe it was it was a penalty. I mean, the ref he didn't even go to VAR, or there wasn't any suggestion of VAR. He just sort of made his mind up, said that's your lot, and and off we went. But I, I when I first saw it, KK, I thought that we I was always looking at the goalkeeper, and I was like, no, the keeper got the ball, but it was yeah. actually from the other side. Was it was it Pogba who, Pogba, who yeah, clipped Pogba his, clipped his yeah. foot? 
Yeah. Exactly that. Same as you, you know. I thought, right, Loris, he's got the ball, so there's no chance of it. But yeah, when you when you look at it, it is Pogba who, who clips him when he's just about to sort of pull the trigger. But ultimately, maybe that, that penalty would have been too little too late. But I just think if I mean Uranen seemed to be looking over at the bench saying, Look, I'm 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 injured, what are you gonna do about it? And it seemed to take him a bit of a a bit of a while to to um give him the old the old sub signal. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I think, I mean, not much on the bench, but I mean, you've, we've got to talk about the ref because I thought he had an absolute shocker. I mean, there was, I mean, the, the Schuller card, I think, at the at the start was probably an old school ref in style to try and send a message. He absolutely bottled the penalty decision because he didn't even check VAR, as everybody was talking about. And, and yeah, it's a big ask, but he grabbed a penalty against France in the 89th minute with then seven minutes of stoppage time going up on the board. I mean, it's not nothing, right? That's a that's a long old time, yeah. Um, uh, for the French, and I think even the even even for their second goal, you know, in in the build up, it, I don't think it was five minutes. I think it was I think it was like a minute, minute and a half. And the kid that did Uranin, you know, he didn't really. It wasn't a free kick. It wasn't the kid. He never got brought brought up or brought back. And I think you know, I think the ref was shoddy in uh, like many multiple occasions. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just that must have been Schuller's first sort of first sort of tackle or whatever, you know, in the second minute of the game, and he's come for the yellow card. Are you the, you know, not even a not even a waggly finger to say, come on, mate, we've just kicked off. Like, let's let's calm it down a bit straight away. One of them, bosh. So, um, did, you, did you see the clip from the uh, Ukenden game uh, today as we we're recording with um, Ekenas against? Uh, I think it's called. And um, it was a fairly innocuous foul. Uh, ref's gone to book the player and pull a red card instead of a yellow. And uh, the, the fella's face sort of melted. And then obviously the ref realised his mistake and, and produced the yellow. But um, yeah, it was one of those. It was, you know, as Mark said, it was very much this ref trying to stamp his authority on the game. And and it really did knock Schuller for a while. I mean, it was, it was difficult. But um, yeah, it's... Uh, that, that penalty, I mean, the, the VAR booth, wherever they are, should have been hammering that ref. There's five guys in that team now. <laughs> no, not one of them had a phone. Hmm. Um, I, I, you, you mentioned um, Keke about some nice, nice play down the left, and that's that there, 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 there has been this um, regular sort of uh, appearance of this fine one and two touch skillful interplay down often down the left uh, but but not just recently in the last couple of years i think it's part of the success that finland have had getting you know in the nations league and, and qualifying for the uh, for the euros themselves um we didn't see it at the euros and that was one of that was one of the things i was most disappointed about that the the team never really got its attacking play together in the way that we know it it can do so it was good to see that the other day and um yeah Urenen was uh, was good again even if he wasn't you know very complimentary about his own cross in the previous game as as you guys discussed he's he's becoming a really really important player there and I, I I have a an issue that I have to deal with here in my own home which is People in my house don't appreciate Glenn Kamara. I don't get it. I, I had this from from Mrs. W a year or so ago, and I I sort of pointed out to her all of his um, 
uh, all of his his kind of attributes you know the the winning the ball the 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 keeping the the momentum going and then occasionally a driving run and 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 then you know maybe every every couple of games this bit of dancing skill where he he gets past players by sort of by sort of dancing around the ball and over the ball and he he did it again in the game against France about five minutes after my stepson had said to me I don't think much of Kamara he doesn't do much and I was like not you as well like and I I, we we then explained to him all of Glenn Kamara's attributes and then he did that little bit of ballet and uh, and the boy shut up which was good basically Mark you need to change the locks I think because um Everyone you live with is uh, is um, talking. You might have to bleep this bit out because because um, <laughs> he, he is just a fantastic footballer. I mean, like you said there, he's close control. The way he can turn turn the play. I mean, he'll he'll receive it. He'll receive it on one foot, do a little pirouette, and then play it out the other side. He's just he uses. He's getting stronger. He uses his body well now. You know, he's he's not scared to get himself in there and, and use his body. He's, he's a fantastic footballer. And yeah, uh, and another, another decent, you know, obviously on the back of a, a back of a loss, but another decent display from, mm. from him against France, really. I mean, um, like, like Mark said, you know, it's nice to see us line up and, and, and give it a go. Ultimately we've got beat, but we've, we've turned up there to, to have a, have a go at them. And um, the, uh, it's, uh, is it, would, they're the world champions. You, you'd call that. You'd call it a free it. You know the away game against France, wouldn't you? You know, in 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 that group. So um, the group still the other the way the other results went as well. The group still still pretty open for us. It wasn't a disaster losing two 0 away. So um, yeah, I'm still still pretty confident. No, you're right. It's been so many draws that it's really tight for all the other teams, really, isn't it? So it, it is. <laughs> It just just for the last the last bit for Glenn, you might want to um, educate your 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 family on on what the French t- took him seriously. Every time he strode forward at the French half, they had one or two guys really close to him, and I think that that's also something that it might not come across on the telly. But but um, when you watch him play, almost every opponent is on him like a like you know as fast as they can to close him down, and I think he's quite good at sort of keeping possession and recycling the ball maybe mm. backwards or sideways but but he gets he gets put under more pressure than any other Finland player on the pitch mm. usually yeah true true um so we've we've got to do all this again in about 3 weeks time there's another <laughs> set of international games coming up are there are there two fixtures in that in that week though yeah yeah so um on no the dopey ninth... friendlies coming up uh, no not in this one no 9th of october it's finland at home to ukraine Huge game. Uh, Schuller's banned for that one after his his yellow, but um, that's now become the crunch game in the group. Um, Ukraine are ahead of Finland, but they've drawn all five or six, five of their group games so far. So, um, yeah, they they haven't lost unbeaten, but uh, yeah, they haven't won either. Uh, Finland are uh, one point, uh, they're actually level on points, they're behind on goal difference. So, Finland managed to win that game that really gives them the advantage going into um, the, the three games left. So then they're away to away to Kazakhstan after that, a couple of days later, before you go into November's fixtures. So it's a really tight group. Um, I think of the 12 matches so far, there have been eight draws. Mm. Um, and I mean, with this goes to show how people were distracted during the France game when, uh, when it was injury time and, and half the Finns were watching it moaning about VAR and the other half were watching Kazakhstan get a 96-minute equaliser against Bosnia. <laughs> um, 
and suddenly become Kazakhstani or yeah. Kazakh for the for the after, <laughs> yeah. for the evening. It was, um, I mean, it, Kazakhstan really are mixing things up. I mean, they're, they're no mugs, and Finland's win against them obviously vital when you look back with hindsight. And we had some some sort of positive feedback about the the shows that we did around these games. So, some shorter shows, but more regular to keep them topical. So we'll do that, and we'll be back for those games. But Keke, if if there are people out there desperate for a bit of Finnish international football before the next round of World Cup qualifiers, what's uh, what's coming up? Well, yeah, the um, it's not just about the the hockey at the Helmarit are playing. They've got a, a World Cup qualifying match coming up on. Next is it next Tuesday? Tuesday the twenty first of September. Um, yeah, against they're at home to Slovakia. So um, yeah, that's a, a qualifying a qualifying match for the uh, the upcoming Women's World Cup. So um, is yeah, it just I mean, one one game? They're not doing sort of double yeah, just, double games just, or just anything. The, just the one fixture. Just okay. the one fixture coming up. Um, but yeah, they uh, currently. Um, yeah, looking, looking, looking forward to that. I mean, the group's made up of Georgia, Ireland, Slovakia, and Sweden. So, um, yeah, there's going to be going to be one or two half decent games in there. But um, yeah, kicks off against Slovakia next Tuesday. So, yeah, the squads squads already together training. They had their first training session today. So, um, yeah, Palolito and the uh, Helmerit sort of socials were sending out some pictures and videos of the, of the girls getting their getting their training on. So um, obviously we wish them luck, and we'll uh, we'll get together and maybe have a little chat through that game once it's once it's done. Yeah, I guess maybe in a in a, in a couple of weeks' time we should do a, a Finnish football show episode about Veikkausliiga, what's been going on there, and we can look back at these uh, Helmerit games and then try and do our our kind of quicker. Uh, previews and match reaction shows around the around the Hukuyat games but I think for this episode that's that's pretty much it um delighted that Mark Hayton managed to stay with us for the whole show so we'll say ta Mark goodbye my, my fingers are burning and I'm also <laughs> off to Kutka for an interview okay <laughs> cheers <laughs> and to you Rich thanks a lot bye hey hey and to Keke Morro. And that's it. Until next episode of Finnish Football Show. Bye-bye.